Thank you for tuning in to Detail Memoirs. This episode is brought to you by Rotafest and Zenware. Rotafest is the most powerful mobile invoicing software designed for auto detailers and recon professionals on the market today. More than just a mobile invoicing app, it gives you a complete suite of tools to manage your business. Yes, it has a mobile app designed for the iPhone and Android to decode the VIN and create an invoice in the field. But it also includes integration with QuickBooks, customer management tools, text and email reminders, reports, and now inventory management is included in this powerful suite of tools. Learn more about Rotafest at rotafest.com. All right, good day, ladies and germs, and welcome to another episode of Rotafest Detail Memoirs where every week we're bringing amazing guests or exploring crazy guests or just trying to help you learn some stuff so you can improve your business. I'm Jody. And I'm Rod. And today, speaking of crazy guests, we have Mr. <laughs> William Lara of Miami Lux Detail Supply. How are you today? Well, I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. How you guys been? Thank you for having me on. Yeah, yeah, I think the absolutely. last time uh, we had you on the show was at SEMA like two years ago, and you took the camera and ran around SEMA and went live by yourself. <laughs> and it was it was fantastic. You know, we were like actually that this year, but you know, we'll, we'll definitely plan on it next year. Yeah, it was actually funny because it was one of the most awesome videos because it was just you know you never know when William gets the camera what's going to happen if you're going to get you know like a butt shot or if you're going to get like the bathroom or what you're going to get but it was actually really good it was uh, some good stuff and people loved it i don't can't remember how many tens of I, thousands of views, of views we got off it. of that thing but but that's awesome so so yeah, how are you, you know, doing man sometimes the best things are unplanned that's exactly that right very that's true. exactly that right that is very true so so as Rod said, how have you been? I mean, it's been been a minute since we visited with you and uh, you've had quite the journey, man. You've gone from uh, mobile detailer to detailing Grant Cardone's car, working on, you know, celebrities in Miami. And now you're a PNS detail shop or store. Yeah, it's been a, a, a very interesting journey rather um how they give me one second i'm sorry yeah it's been a, uh, all right so it's, it's been an interesting journey because it's like where i'm at today i never imagined that i'll be there yeah right it's just a matter of you know finding the right opportunities and taking advantage of them um personally for me the past two years have been you know like covid screwed everything up right you know for for, for many people but honestly for me it was, it's been a blessing in disguise it, it gave me the time to really kind of like not find myself but rather you know see where i'm really going you know solidify the plan and and everything moving forward it gave me time to really like refocus and be tunnel vision and it's been great man well, that's what one of the things I was going to say is, is, you know, leading up to this, there's a lot of times we talk to people and sometimes we know them really well and sometimes we don't know them very well at all. I mean, we've known you for several years. The first time we met you was at a, a mobile tech expo and you were kind of bouncing off the wall with a cigar in your hand and, you know, getting all excited because you got to meet Rennie Doyle. And it was, you know, you're just I was just like, this guy is like full of energy and, and I'm in. So um, but there's been so many changes this year alone. I mean, the last, let's say the two years, right? 19, 2020, 2021. And I've seen 
like I've seen people, Nathan Warren went through some major changes and, you know, you've got, uh, uh, Billy Boggess is doing some major changes and PNS, Bob and Dave Phillips released new products. And, you know, we got to test some of those out behind the scenes before anybody got to see them. And, and it was fantastic. And Kyle Clark and Sydney, you know, you got uh, Daryl Lyons has gone through a bunch of changes. And then all of a sudden you pop up and I start seeing this Miami Lux detailing supply. And you've always been a mobile guy. So so what was the big kind of revelation that you went from being just a mobile guy, which you were doing great. I mean, I don't want anybody to get the wrong impression. You're killing it in Miami. But but you went from being a mobile guy and now it's detailing supply. So what what went on that you did that? Honestly, um, I trained with Renny, you know, going back to like where the journey really began. I went to my first mobile tech in 2017. I went by myself, didn't know nobody. I, I didn't know who Justin Labato was or any of the mafia guys. I'm like, you know what? It doesn't hurt but to learn. It, does, it won't hurt to learn more, right? So that's why I really went to mobile tech. It wasn't, yeah. th there was no intention of me trying to meet <clears throat> with Renny or, or anything. Things just played its role on its own. Um, sat down with Renny, had a cigar with him, and yep. you know it, everything just started from there. I was really familiar with PNS, but I wasn't like very at the same time. So eventually, when I trained with him in 2017, um, I later found the opportunity where I could sell PNS because there wasn't no South Florida distributor. And I'm like, okay, how can I make this work? Because I don't have a shop. I, uh, I don't have a store. Like, I'm a mobile guy, just like you mentioned. I'm like, all right, like, I'm the type of guy is either you do it now or you just don't do it at all, right? And yeah. I told, I spoke, that's when I spoke to Keith the Blessing. I told him, listen, I don't have a store, but I, I'm really interested. I want to start selling the products. Like, I buy enough products on my own to meet your store for a minimum anyways, right? Um, and I just rented a, a, a storage unit, Right. A drive-up storage unit where I could have all the products. I always had something in stock in my van. So I'll make my deliveries either before, after, or during, you know, like like in between appointments. Um, mm -hmm. and that's how really like the journey just like little by little it like started like growing, right? It started mm -hmm. growing. But honestly, at that moment, it was more of a uh, I was I hate the term side hustle, but it was a side venture rather. Um, yeah, it wasn't yeah. something that I thought like I'll be where I'm at today, and it, it's just it's been picking up ever since, right? And then I got to know brands like Buff and Shine, um, you know, Auto Fiber, G Technic. I started being more involved in the industry, which then created more opportunities for me. <clears throat> and then, right, you know, and the way, now I mean, those you, are some you, of the brands that I carry today. Yeah, and you're kind of being humble. I mean, you're being a little bit humble for William Lara. I mean, you don't just know the guys from Buff and Shine. Your yeah. pictures on the box. So, I mean, you're like you're like a brand ambassador for for you know Buff and Shine. You've been one of the one of the guys that sits behind there and shows people how to use the pads and everything. So, I mean, I've really that's when we met you it was 2017. I remember you were really anxious to meet Rennie. You were walking around with a little Ziploc bag full of cigars, you know, and you had your whole spiel together. But but from then, in just that short of a period of time, I mean, you've really come into your own. And I, I'm. I hate to say that like like that because you're you are I've worked with you before you're you're an excellent detailer you know what you're doing but but you've really a sharp ramp up into that world and and I think that's a lot of people I, I like how you're saying it it's not it wasn't the plan it's just how it happened you just took the opportunities as they came and I think a lot of people um 
don't take those opportunities as they arrive. You know, they kind of overlook them. They would say, you know, most guys in your position be like, well, I'm a mobile guy. I don't have a shop. I can't, I can't open up a storefront. You know, even though I buy a lot of product, I can't open a storefront. Whereas you actually took the opportunity to say, you know, Hey, I already, I already buy enough products. You know, I can be a storefront and, and I mean, you're, you're also a great spokesperson because you're very personable. You're very approachable. You know, you're just you a know, fun surprisingly guy. fun fact about William. I, I get shy doing videos. I do like a hundred videos before I post one. <laughs> yeah. Well, you, you know, what's interesting to me is I'm listening to you and also Rod is I think a lot of times small business owners look at what they don't have. Right. I don't have a storefront. I don't have a shop. I'm not in the four walls. And you said, I have this and I'm willing to start from here. Right. And I think a lot of times it's easy to look at what we don't have instead of looking at what we have and mm. leveraging it. In no, and, and you know what? You, you said that right. You know, a lot of people, a lot of people, you know, they, they focus too much on what they don't have. And, you know, and, and the, all that does is just back up your goals and your plans, right? It's a matter of finding, you know, what you do have, making it work and building from that. And honestly, yeah. like, again, the past few years have been so crucial to, to the growth of my business that it's like it gave me the time to really think, reevaluate and kind of, you know, better improve the, the, the process, right? And I've learned that there's no other way to success other than trusting that process, Right. It's not going to happen overnight. It's not. And, you know, it's not that I'm trying to be humbled, but it's I, I truly feel that I haven't even scratched the surface. Right. 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 And, and like I it's like every day I found this journey as a challenge. And you said, like, yeah, I work with Buff and Shine. So, I, you know, I do a lot of their social media and marketing and stuff like that. And it, it, little by little, I found the opportunity where it's like, where where do I, I want to see my life? in five years right mm -hmm. and speaking of five years is i've been in business five years full time because i remember quitting my job september 21st of 2016 and it's like what are my goals like i'm not trying to be uh, mobile you know 100 percent of the time other other than i hate the sun you know what i mean i'm not trying to like, like bust my <laughs> ass like that but it's like am i working harder or am i working smarter yeah. Right. So it's like, you know, 20, like, let's say I do a lot of social media marketing, like I told you guys, and that along with the product business was 25% of my income. Right now I'm turning it the other way around. I still detail. Uh, I still do my ceramic coatings and I still do that, but I'm really focusing on the, on the product supplier. Cause it's right, like, I'm right. always trying to challenge myself and I found the opportunities. Like how can I challenge myself and still, help and give back while still having a profitable business. And, yeah. you know, I'm here today. Well, and I think that that is, you know, when you say look at a five-year plan, I think a lot of times, and Jody and I kind of preach this all the time, it's, it's not a sprint, right? Being an Ooh. entrepreneur, being a business owner is not a sprint. You can't look at it and go, you know, in the last three months, I haven't, I haven't tripled my income. I'm out. And I hear so many people do that, that they'll, they basically throw their arms up and they're like, oh, I got to be done. You know, I had a bad quarter. I'm out. And I, you know, and you go, no, man, this is a, this is the long game. This is the long game. You are in this 
for the long haul. So you've got to be able to look at it in, you know, three, seven, five, 12 years down the road. What do I want this business to be? You know, Jody and I talk about it all the time. How do we want all this? The time. How do we want this to be in five <laughs> years, in 10 years, in 12 years? And so, um, you know, and that's, that's an interesting thing you mentioned there, because as you've been in this five years, you have, you have changed and molded and worked with it, but it's not like you, you haven't, you haven't gone, Oh, I hate this part. I'm out. Right. It's like, you just, there's days that I feel like, like quitting all the time. Sure. Like that, that's, <clears throat> that, that happens often. Right. It's like, Holy crap. Give me a break. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, so that whole, Oh, it's like all glitz and glamour. That's all BS. Like, you know what I mean? You're going to have days where you're going to feel like dropping everything, but then you got to remind yourself of why you started in the first place. Yep. And that's, I think that's the whole key is, um, you know, Jody, and I joke about this all the time. Jody and I'll have something and we'll have something happen. That's not necessarily great. You know, we'll have some challenge coming to, and I'll say to Jody, well, at least this is better than having a real job. And I'd say it jokingly, <laughs> but it, that. it's, it's seriously, it's seriously, it's like, you know, I, I've been in big corporate jobs where, you know, you were one of 25,000 people and my worst days at Zenware are still better than, you know, pulling up in front of a big corporate office and talking yourself into going into work five days in a row. You know, it just, so. so oh, yeah. I think and, and again, it goes back to, to like what you said earlier about finding, finding the, uh, the opportunities and taking advantage of it mm -hmm. and, and just keep on pushing forward, you know? Well, yeah. one of the things that I, that I thought about, as we were, you know, looking forward to visiting with you is I remember a conversation that you and I had when I first met you and you were so excited that you'd made $60,000 that year. You're like, I'm going to hit 60,000. I'm so excited. I can't wait to see what happens next. Right. And, and I think one of the things that I've thought about is celebrating those milestones. Right. You were so excited to hit that one. And, and every year you've had new milestones that you've been building towards and fighting and clawing and achieving. And I think a lot of times small business owners don't take time to celebrate that success. And then well, it's, it's, go ahead. It's work is a work in progress. Like, you know, I worked my business for a year and a half before I quit. You yeah. know what I mean? Before I quit my job. So it's, it's not like it happened, you know, my first year, you know, the second year. Yeah, I made that. And then it's just I, I've been escalating ever since. But, I, you know, I put in I like to think I, I put in the work, you know? Yeah. Well, and, and I think that's the key is and, and and Jody really does preach that a lot is to celebrate the wins. We've had a we had a conversation one time years ago and we were talking about where we were at with with our, our product. And one of the guys we were talking to is like, yeah, but we're not up here. And I'm like, yeah, but you got to understand. And I always relate it back to cars because I'm a car nerd. It's like when you got your first car, you were proud of that first car. And it doesn't matter if it was a complete shitbox Grenland. You were proud of that car. You had a car. Every person I know sat in their first car with the car not running and just smiled because you had your first car. And it wasn't a Ferrari. Nobody gets nope. their first car as a Ferrari. It was a piece of crap. Mine, I know what my first car was, a absolute piece of crap, $500, 1964 Volkswagen bug that the steering wheel came off. Wow, and off. Really? It wasn't even tied down. It, there was no bolt. <laughs> And my I first was, car was a VW bike too, 950 I, bucks. Yeah, I was, was so, I was so proud of that car. 
and uh, and you have to take the steps. You have to kind of you go you progress from that to another car to another car to another car. Nobody jumps from their first nine hundred dollar car to a Ferrari. And I think that that's kind of the same thing in business. We sometimes we forget that you can't go from, you know, I, I'm Rod, I work by myself and I make 40 grand a year to next month. I'm going to be a multi-million dollar business owner. You have to take the steps and that journey. I feel, I feel like what a lot of people forget is, it's sacrifice. Yeah. It's all a sacrifice, a perfect time about cars, right? I've yeah. never had a new car in my life, right? I drove a van for the past seven years. Yep. Right. I had all 60 Connor line. Then I had a 2016 transit. Every time I had to go out, I had to go somewhere. It was my wife's Corolla or if not my van. And then yep. now that I'm not, I'm no longer doing mobile. I'm staying at the shop and I'm taking it came to that. I turned it in and I got myself a brand new Silverado. Whoa, I'm not planning to, to let go of any time. Yeah. Yeah. No, no and that's, that's and that's, that's another key milestone. Cool. People don't people I think you have to celebrate the milestones as they come because um everything is like that. Buying homes, you know, your first house isn't necessarily the nicest home in the world and then you get into a different one and you know, you and I see people, you know, uh really proud of the homes that they've purchased over the last several years and and they should be. They should be proud of them no matter how big it is, no matter how what you know, it's a milestone. And so to me there's other milestones too like your business now you're taking on more of the detailing supplying stuff and your your new products are coming in and you're you're doing that and that's that's awesome. And every time somebody gets a milestone like that, I think that it's really easy to bash somebody else, right? It's really easy to look at somebody else that's down here that's got their first piece of crap Volkswagen and be like, man, that thing's a piece of junk. But you got to remember back when that was your baby, when that was your first car, you know? And, uh, uh, and I think that the same is true with business. We got to celebrate those milestones. Jody, you know, we're going through a ton of changes this year as well. We literally at the first of the year, our, our road FS software is going to be a hundred percent different. We have put together, we've been working with some of the industry leaders and putting together some stuff that have been suggested for uh, changes for the distributors, for the people selling products. Um, you know, our, our company on the other side is changing. We provided a bunch of new huge benefits for the employees this year. Um, we've hit some key milestones. So I see that going on all over. And, and I think it's back to what you said at the very beginning. COVID sucked. And, and, and in 2020, still it still sucks. In 2020, <laughs> when it hit, man, I mean, everybody just kind of, it just took the breath out of everybody. And everybody was like, oh, shit, what's happening? But now all of a sudden, we are, we are coming back and people are learning how to deal with it. They're learning how to uh, adapt to this environment and to make the best of it. So, yeah, and, and you know what? It's, it's, again, it's about, sorry, I'm getting up, but I had to move. <laughs> Um, it's all about finding the opportunity, right? And it's like, you know, taking advantage of it going forward. And I can't stress that enough, but at, at the same time, at the same time, it's more of, of like, just trusting the process, bro. Like you can't expect for everything to be, you know, all perfect. Everything's a process. You always got to improve and got to do things, but it really all depends. Well, thank you for the tour of your yeah, store right there. Tour. I mean, yeah, you just I had a quick tour. Annoying me at the door trying to get in, but. <laughs> that's fine, man. You got no, it. Cool. I mean, I, I've seen yours and then I see like, uh, uh, Justin Lobato's that's a huge transition as well. You know, we've been to his place a lot and he went through some major changes. You know, now he's got his whole, um, auto spa and watching his journey, watching your journey. Um, even watching Rennie's journey, you know, I've known Rennie for a really long time 
And uh, uh, I I don't know if a lot of people know that or not, but I've known Rennie for a long, long time. Yeah, you know Rennie. You know Rennie for for before the whole even everything started, right? (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I mean, we're going on probably eighteen or twenty years. So, um, knowing him and watching his journey, and again, that's a twenty-year journey, right? That's not two years. That's not like overnight. But watching the maturity and and the pieces of that that have come together and the opportunities and the sacrifice that he had to put in and that you're putting in and everybody that's making these changes that they have to put in to like, do that. I, I, you said it perfect, but it's all, it's all about the sacrifice, you know, and I don't think people, you know, realize that enough, you know, they, they, you know, they want to start a business and be successful the next day. And let me tell you something, you know, it's, it's, it's not going to happen. No, right? it's, it's not. There's it's, one. There's one out of a million chance that you create one idea and just blows up in your face, and you make millions. But and percent of the time, it won't happen. No. So, so looking back, you know, I think it's interesting. You know that we talk about sacrifice because when you look at sacrifice, what did you really give up? Versus what did you gain and what did you learn in that process? Well, like you said earlier, you know, I was so excited to make $60,000 a year because like when I quit my job, I was making closer to 75. So it's like, you know, I had to sacrifice and let that go for the greater good of me being my own boss and me starting my own business and me doing what I have to do. Right. And it was a matter of, of, again, like I learned every day. Like you're not, you're not gonna like know everything almost immediately, and let me tell you something: it's, it's been great, but again, it's been very challenging. Yeah, right. Yeah. And but that, you gotta trust that process. Yep, and that's what um you know I'm gonna just put a little plug in here that Jody and I have been doing a, a business one on one series with Prentice, and there's been a lot of people that have you know they ask questions about business, and you know it there's resources out there. We're not the only one. Um, but you know, go out and subscribe to this YouTube channel for RotoFS Detail Memoirs. I'm we're not we got we're going on 200 videos of business owners like William that can explain to you or talk to you or connect with you. And you know, somebody mentioned in here you're a great mentor. You are. You know, you could call up William and ask him a question anytime. I know for a fact that I could call William up and be like, William, I'm having a problem with this. It, and it, you'd it, you know what? It's, it, again, it's not me trying to be humble. It's just like I am who I am, right? I got into yeah. this business not just because, and, and when I mean this business as a supplier, I got into this business not just to make money, but to help others. I found myself that there wasn't really a supplier in South Florida that had actual detailing experience, right? Because mm. you either have detailers that sell products or you have suppliers that sell products. You almost never find detailers that are suppliers, like Justin right. or myself or somebody like Mark and, and so forth. So I found the opportunity to really be able to help others, like, in, you know, through the process. Yeah. And that's, I think that's a key is finding people that you can, you can mentor with and you can ask questions. Um, I, I think a lot of people are scared to do that. I mean, even if somebody was, I mean, obviously if somebody's two doors down from you, there's going to be a little bit of animosity there. Listen, I don't somebody- like, like I noticed, you know, you said earlier, and I'm sorry to interrupt, but you said earlier about like my business going up, right? Like yeah. every year I've been like improving. But when when I really noticed how my business was booming or like heading in the right direction even faster is when I didn't care about what was going on around me. Yep. Like you yep. go to the bread aisle, you have 20, 30 different bread brands. They all still sell. 
right? Yep. I have a detail garage five minutes from me. I think that's yep. amazing business. Yeah, and I that's what I was going to say. That's move. exactly where I was going with that is the thing is when you stop worrying about it, So, you know, in the past, Jody and I, and, and this is this is Jody and I's 12th year doing Road FS. Oh, We've wow. Been in business 12 years. And so every single year, there's a new software company that comes in. And every single year, there's a software company that goes out. And we watch it happen year over year over year. And it used to just drive me crazy. I mean, we get a new software company come in and they'd start spouting crap about us or somebody else. And it just, it just, man, it just fire me up. And now <laughs> I'm like, don't it's just worry an about opportunity. It, now it's just I an tell opportunity. people all the time, somebody go open up right next yeah. to me and I'll probably, I'll probably make even more money. Yeah. That's like, the thing. Like, is we like look if, at you, it, if you notice, you go to the food court of any mall, there's at least three to four Chinese spots, right? Other yeah. than the fact that they all sell the same or more, like three out of the four are the same owners. You create your own competition. It's good for business. Yeah. I, I love that. Key. Create your own competition yeah. by looking at yourself. Yeah. And that's our biggest challenge that we've learned over the 12 years is uh, we are our own biggest challenge. I look at it and I go, if there's another company out there and they produce a new feature, I'm like, great. That's an opportunity. That's the direction we need to go. If everybody's excited about that feature, we, we know what direction we need to go. We need to do that. And, and it's like, it's like, I, I see myself always like, for me, I, I guess it's, it's a defect or, you know, like, you know, you said, you know, celebrating those wins. It's hard for me to do that. Right. Cause it is, I feel like I could always improve no matter what I'm doing or what, mm -hmm. what the situation is. I could always feel like I could, I could have done better. Right. Like I might look back at this interview and be like, oh, maybe I could have said this or said that. That's just me. I am my biggest critic. Now right. the thing is you have to, don't worry about what anybody else is doing, right? Pay attention. Yes, you want to stay up to date, but I could care less of what anybody else is doing in my space. Right. Like, and I'm going to do what I feel is right to to for my business, my family, and and the, the plans for the future of this business. But at the end of the day, like I think Chemical Guys is five minutes away from me is great business. I would hate for I'll probably lose money if they move. Yeah, well, and yeah. I think that's the key to that is looking at it as opportunity of what I do. You you couldn't have done any better in this interview. The next one, you might look at the things you did and be like, oh, I shouldn't have stuttered or I should have said this or whatever. But you're absolutely everybody at any point in time, you're making the absolute best decision you can at that point in time. That's how your brain is hardwired is to make the best decision possible. Nobody goes, man, I want to make a really shitty decision right now. I think I'm going to crash into that tree, right? I mean, that's like psychosis. You make the very best decision you can. I've wrecked cars. I slid a car a couple of years ago in the snow. I slid my three-quarter ton truck through an intersection, and I took out the whole passenger side. It was the oh, wow. best decision I could have possibly made because the other decision was to turn the opposite direction and run over a brand-new Audi because he was sliding through the sign as well. And I had to make a split second decision. And everybody said that. They're like, man, couldn't you have turned another direction? And I said, yes, but it was a worse decision. Taking out the side of my truck was the smartest thing I could have done because I was going to run over a guy. And so you, you cannot make a better decision other than the one you just made. The next time, make a different decision. And that's, you know, as you, when you have kids and I've got, you know, Jody and I have 147 kids between the two of us, but most of them are his. 
most of them are his. He's got 146 <laughs> and I got like three. So we, you, with your kids, you tell them the same thing. You're like, look, you can't change the decision you made, but the next time you can make a better decision. And I think that that is, that is a good attitude to have is. Yeah. But, but you made that decision. A lot of people think about something and never do anything about it. Yeah. 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 They get paralyzed by overthinking. Listen, I'm guilty of that. I thought of starting the business since I was like 14 years old. Right. I didn't know ever get to this point, but it's like until one day I just got mad. I'm like, you know what? I need to start doing something to generate more money. I had a boss that I wasn't too fond about. And I was probably going to say something that was probably going to get me fired. So, you know, it, it's a matter of, of starting, like yes. just start, right? It doesn't, it, it's not going to hurt. Just start. If you keep on talking about it, it's, you're, you're not doing anything. Yeah. No. And that's, I think that's, that's a, that's a perfect way to do it is to look at things as an opportunity. And I mean, you're not, you're, you're a fairly young guy for this. You're, you're being successful in what you're doing. And I mean, if I look back at the 2017, when I first met you, I mean, you've, you've matured a lot, you've grown a lot. You're still the fun loving William Lara that everybody likes to be around. Um, but, but you've also matured into more of a businessman, right? I mean, that's, that just happens. And, and it, it's either you've got it or you don't. And I think that's the difference is a lot of people don't have that mentality to take advantage of those situations and look at it as an opportunity. Oh, here's, here's the cards I've been dealt today. I'm going to deal with them. I think a lot of times too, um, going back to what you said about being our own worst critic, right? We, we look at ourselves and we're like, man, I should have done this. I wish I would have done this, but you have <laughs> to realize that everything that you've been doing to this point is giving you the information that's helping you make the decision today. Right. And so you're collecting as much as you can and putting aside your fear, your self-doubt, your, your questioning, but also going, you know what, there's an opportunity here and I'm going to make the best decision today. And it's easy to look back and go, I should have, would have, could have, but we forget that where we were yesterday is not where we are today. And where we are today is preparing us for where we're going to go in the next two years. Yep. No, my, my wife has a great saying that, that I'll, I'll give her credit for is, don't should on yourself. Everybody does that all the time. I should have done this. I should have done this. And she goes, don't should on yourself. You, you, you gotta, you gotta look at the future and go forward. You can look at the past and say, you know, in the software world, we call it a post-mortem, right? It's like, okay, mm -hmm. we did this software project. What went good? What went bad? What can we improve on in the future? And it's not looking at what went bad to beat yourself up. It's not like, damn it, Jody, you did bad. It's like, okay, this is what happened. Jody made a mistake a few months ago. <laughs> a horrendous mistake. Of course he brings it up it, again. It's a horrendous mistake. It was horrible. Yeah. No, he made a mistake. Now, I can guarantee you we looked at that. And Jody and I, as owners of the company, had a little private meeting in this office. And we were like, man, that was a mess. <laughs> <laughs> that was bad. But we learned from it. And now the next time we know what to do. And that's the thing is using those opportunities to learn from instead of beat yourself up. So, And I think that as a business owner... You know, that, that is one of the things that, uh, an entrepreneur people, I say that, why do you call yourself an entrepreneur? Because I'm taking new ideas and I'm doing new things with them. I'm not reading a manual. You know, there's no, there's no book you're reading called, you know, this is William Lara's instructions on how to be successful. 
You're just taking the opportunity. No, it, it's like, you know, you don't want to reinvent the wheel. You just want to, you know, improve it, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Always a better, yeah. Like Again, like, I feel like there's always a better way to do things, right? Like, I have my goals. I have my plans. There's always new things that come up. There's always, you know, there's, there's always something that I want to improve in, right? What it yeah. is, is always it always changes day to day. Yeah, it is. So, so what do you have coming up in 2022? Is there something you're you you're you're planning big? You don't have to explain everything you want to do, but do you have big plans in 2022? Honestly, uh, um, yes and no. Like you know, I have I have some new brands that I want to bring on board. Um, I'm creating uh, an affiliate program um, through the website where it gives detailers the opportunity to actually make money when they promote their products. Nice. Oh, that's awesome. Um, so, uh, yes, I do benefit from it. But again, you know, how many times do we see detailers, you know, promoting products they don't get paid for? Um, yeah. I want to be able to give detailers that. That's something that I'm working on for, for 2022. Um, I created my own line of products, which um, I'm going to boost even more in 2022. There's a lot of things going to happen in 2022, you know, so. Yeah, that's good. Nice for you. That's awesome. So that looking awesome. back at the last five years, you know, in close here, what are some key things that you've learned in the process of building your business that you think are critical for other business owners? I wish I would have listened more, you know, to, to, to my mentors and, and those that were trying to guide me. Uh, I'm not saying I'm a slow learner. I kind of like I'm I'm doubtful for someone. Like I have to see it to believe it. And and even though you you are successful, I'm like, then could I really? It was more like doubt in myself, right? Could I like really do this? Can I really do this? Yeah. And it, you know, it's a matter of of getting comfortable being uncomfortable, right? Mm -hmm. And you know, it's just a matter of, of making the right business decisions. You know, don't don't be too prideful and and asking for advice and you know uh, feedback from others and uh, that are in the position that you want to be in. So those are more of of I wish I would have listened more, and I wish I would have started sooner. Yeah, that's yep. cool. That's that's awesome. good advice. So so again, I'm gonna I'm gonna say to people. You know, there's a lot of people that ask us all the time, you know, where can I go for resources to learn about business? Watch podcasts like this. Listen to people like William that have done stuff. Call them on the phone. Talk to them about what you're trying to do. Um, and, and and don't, like you said, you're not trying to reinvent the wheel. You're just improving it. And there are people out there, Rennie Doyle and Jason Rose and Mike Phillips and Justin and, and William Lara that you can talk to. And they'll explain to you what they've done to get where they are. And you, you're not going to do exactly what William did. Nobody's going to be William Lara. There's only one, like I said in my Thank post. God. William. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> Wait. No. I, I'm, saying on, so on, so, <laughs> I'm saying that it's I'm saying that I love it. So, so there's only going to be one of you, but you can do it your way and take take something from this person and this person and this person, create your oh, own. No, I was talking and you know what? You said that perfectly because it's like, you know, like I mentioned earlier, you either have detailers that sell products or suppliers that sell products. It's very hard yeah. to find a detailer that is a supplier and vice versa, yeah. right? I'm yes. trying to do that, but put my own twist into it. That's yep. why, you know, it's like, I feel like it's about giving others the opportunity also to be successful. That's why I'm creating the affiliate program where detailers can be successful and still make money. Because yep. it's like, you know, we learn, you know, that we're always promoting this product. We're always promoting that. And it's like, cool, we're using it. We're still spending money to buy it. 
right? How yep. how can a detailer promote a product and get paid for it? And there's nothing wrong with that, right? It's a matter right. of, of finding the, the individuals that want to do it. So it's a matter of yeah. giving opportunities to others. Well, yeah. that, that's, that's super awesome. exciting. So how do uh, people find you? They can find me on Instagram, TikTok, or Facebook at Miami Lugs Detail Supply on either one of those platforms. Yeah, on every one of them. And he's very consistent about putting out good content. So I encourage you to go look at that and subscribe. Um, and I want to, next week, we want to let you know it is another episode of the Business 101 series with Prentice St. Yep. Clair. So make sure to tap in because <clears throat> I'm telling you, we're going deep. I think this week is, next week's going to be on insurance. And uh, yeah, so we're so. super excited. <clears throat> Please remember to like, share, and subscribe. Yep. And, 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 and I guess I'll be jumping the gun. I guess I'll be jumping the gun here. Let's do an interview from Mobile Tech. Yep. Mobile tech. We're doing a mobile tech in 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 February, January, whatever last yep. week. Yes. Push. All right. So tune in for that one too. <laughs> That's right. We'll yep. do it. And and Jody and I again are our um speakers. We've been asked to do another thing. We're doing a, a really popular program called, you know, we basically it's either three things you can do right now to change your business or three things you need to do nice. right now to stop doing hurting your, your business. business. And I think that's just as important as what do I need to stop doing? So so we're excited a little preview about that. for that. Yep. Things coming up, the whole change in, in our program. So thank you, William. It's always a pleasure to talk to you, my friend. No, thank you, are... you guys for giving the opportunity to be on here. You guys, you know, I hold you guys dear to the heart. Well, thank, thank you, you, man. And those that are uh, tapping in every week, we want to thank you guys for joining us. And we will check you same time, same, same bad channel, just next, next week. week. See, See you ya. later.